Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It is time now for the bigger picture. And I know we've been talking a lot about uncertainty on the horizon and how you've got central bank leaders talking about fighting inflation. But are there some markets perhaps worth looking at? Is there an opportunity in crisis? On the line with me this morning is Vikas Prashant, who is Equity Fund Manager for MNG Investments. Vikas, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Elliot. Doing very well. Thank you for having me on. Looking forward to this conversation. And the, earlier this morning, I had a conversation about the, the age-old saying, uh, buy low, sell high. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on this. I mean, should investors buy on the dips or expect further correction with uh, dead cat bounces, bounces in this bear market that we're in right now? I think the key word in your question is investors. For people with a long-term time horizon, I think what we have seen over many decades, not a few quarters or a few months or a few years, is that uh, there is great value and a long-term compounding potential in long-term equity investments. If you're a trader looking into the second half of the year, I think we should expect more of the same that we've seen over the first half of the year, which is Mm. turbulence, shopping markets, and difficult trading conditions. But I I think we are seeing value emerge in various sectors, in various countries for long-term investors. For traders, I I think it's it's still going to be tough going. All right. Now, in terms of opportunity, though, you have got your eye on Japan. What's driving your optimism there? I mean, is this time different from previous waves of bullishness? Certainly. I think the equity market in Japan is perhaps the most exciting part of financial markets in Asia today that we that we evaluate. And the, the change is driven from the top down by the government. Uh, it, this is, we're heading into the end of the first decade of these uh, transformational changes being driven by the government. But it's also now being picked up company by company, sector by sector, bottom up by management teams. They're really changing on the ground. Uh, they're getting better at seizing revenue growth opportunities. They're getting better at right-sizing their cost structures. And they're getting much, much better at lightening up their balance sheets. So we see this at the beginning of a multi-year, multi-generational opportunity in Japanese equities. So I, I would come to you as a typical person that's confused by all the white noise. And I would say, I mean, wouldn't the weakness in the yen be a bit of a cause for concern? It depends. So if you're looking at exporters, so let's say you're comparing company A in Japan, company B in Western Europe or in the U.S., supplying similar products, let's say, for the semiconductor industry, for the automotive industry, your products are, certain, are now in very short order, much more affordable than those of your peers if you're a company in Japan. So the, a lot of these companies have fixed cost structures or cost structures that are largely yen-based, and they have revenue that is largely non-yen-based. So there, there's a competitive opportunity there. Also, if you remember, if you think back two or three decades ago, the yen was close to 300 yen to the dollar, mm. and we very recently were at 100. So these companies have dealt with more than a quarter century of yen strengthening. So they, they're pretty lean. They, they should benefit from this. And also, you combine that with the uh, bottom-up changes that we're seeing across Japan, Inc., okay. and it sets these companies up well for the next few years. All right. Uh, let's turn our attention to India. That's uh, also a market that you're closely watching. But it's a bit of a you know, different story for a different sector over there, right? Yes, I would say that that is fair. So in, in contrast to Japan, so if you look at the geographic bookends of Asia, North and South uh, Asia, Japan versus India, I think we are enthusiasm is broader based in Japan. Um, but in India, it is we see potentially higher percentage returns on a 5, 10, 15-year horizon. Again, for an investor, not a trader. Industries leverage to 
housing industries are leveraged to autos and auto ancillaries. Uh, certain parts of the healthcare sector, more services, less biotech and pharma, uh, certain parts of the consumer space, um, and, and um, industrials as well. There's a lot of infrastructure that needs to be built out. There's a lot of housing that needs to be built out. Mm. There are a lot of cars that need to be bought. And then okay. so if you look at those industries and their derivatives, a lot of opportunities so. Ah, okay. I see where you're coming from there. Um, I've been talking about how we are going into the earnings season. Uh, in fact, it's already started in that sense. And, and markets tend to look at data to get some form of sentiment. I mean, what are your thoughts on how this earnings season is going to drive market sentiment? So I think the, the June quarter earnings that will be out soon and the September quarter earnings that will be out in a, in a few months will be very important because if mm. you look in the first half of the year, for many key industries, we have seen share price declines, but it's largely been on the back of multiple compression. We have not yet seen earnings estimates cut very drastically. Mm. And we have also not seen or heard commentary from companies saying that they are losing some visibility, uh, that they are losing some revenue momentum. I think in the June and September quarter earnings, we will see that. So that, that in a way will be healthy because I think that will be a cleansing event for we may see another leg down. It's, hard to, it's, it's impossible to predict what the markets will do, but I think based on the probabilities, we should be prepared for earnings estimate cuts in the next three to six months. And then I, I think that will set us up for long-term investments once again. Mm. The, the narrative over the past few days has been how markets are, are prepared to close out the worst first half of the year since 1970. And as we end this, what are your thoughts on, you know, investors and what they should do differently uh, going into the second half of this year? I think, again, focusing on investors, not traders. Yeah. Not much. Uh, Investors with a long-term horizon should maintain their discipline. Uh, They should maintain uh, a long-term view and focus on clean companies with clean balance sheets, uh, large white spaces ahead of them, and companies with genuine moats. I think a little bit of work goes a long way in these kinds of environments and not focusing on hopes and dreams, but focusing on real businesses. They're, they're out yeah. there and we, we're looking for, this, for those and, and uh, every investor should be doing the same. Oh, well, unfortunately, Vikas, i got to end off with uh, an impossible question. What's your expectations of a recession and how do you see that impacting markets? Well, we, we think probabilistically and I think the probability is high, perhaps even the base case, that there will be... Um, material recessions in multiple markets around the world. I I think a lot of that is priced in, depending on which sector you're looking at. But there is another side to the recession. We'll we'll get through that. And this is why we're focused on companies that are companies themselves that are focused on the long term and prepared for it, genuine notes and clean balance sheets and the potential for for long-term growth. So there will be be another side. We'll, We'll get through it. And uh, we're looking forward to that. All right. Been speaking with Vikas Prashant, who is Equity Fund Manager, MNG Investments. Appreciate your time this morning. You take and have a great day ahead, yeah? Thanks, Elliot. Thanks to all your listeners as well. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.